Welcome. Welcome, guys. How's it Thank going? Going good, going, going good. Going good. Should we introduce ourselves first? Yes, please. Okay. All right. I could I could jump right into it. So I'm Tommy. Uh, I just recently graduated. Well, not recently. I graduated college like a year ago. And uh, yeah, I'm working as a software engineer currently. And Christian used to be my colleague way back uh, like two summers ago at a company called Salesforce. And we met up um, and we decided to like start a little side project called Shopster. Uh, Christian, if you want to take it away to talk about what Shopster is and why we started, etc. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, also uh, the same. I'm like software engineer. I graduated college like, earlier this year. So yeah, just yeah. Like main, main reason. Like I, I remember I, I got into wanting to like build a marketplace because uh, as soon as like I found out about Nostra and started using it, I was like, oh, it'd be really cool to have like. Since we have a unique, we have a unique key pair that can access like basically any micro app. Like, might as well build something where we can easily shop and buy stuff. And then I saw like Vitor talking about it a lot, NVK talking about it a lot. So I, like, right, I guess it's like something that actually could potentially get some traction. So just started like building up like a really simple client. And if if you look back at like our original announcement when we first like launched it, it was such a it was such a shitty looking website. It, it, it looks so bad. But yeah, like we made we made a bit more improvements since then. But yeah, and like uh, I started like building it out, and I got Tommy into it. And actually, before before like we started working on this, Tommy wasn't even that big of a Bitcoiner. Or yeah, I was. Just so yeah, yeah, I, I I didn't touch Bitcoin like since it ran up to like 60 k. I was just like, oh, I missed the boat. Screw this stuff. And then like I, I was just looking for um something to do because I actually got laid off like two months starting my first job. So I was like, hey, Christian, you working on something on the side? That sounds really interesting. Let me just see what's what's it all about, right? And it seemed like I got into that stuff at quite a good time. Um, like, I, I didn't even know what Nostr was or anything, but it seemed like pretty cool technology where it's trying to be, like, the uncensorable and uh, just, like, global uh, way to, like, chat. It, it sort of seemed like Twitter, but yours, it was just, like, owned by the people, you know? So that, that was pretty cool. Um yeah so yeah super glad for like christian to let me like hop on the team but i think we've been doing pretty good work uh made great progress on uh the site so yeah yeah and like unfortunately we have day jobs so can like focus on it like 100 percent. but yeah, yeah. One, maybe once we like secure some grant funding or something then that that'd be like ideal or if bitcoin just hits a million then like we're good to go <laughs> Yeah, for sure. We tried we tried to sign up for Y Combinator, but unfortunately didn't get into the <laughs> yeah, the program. Um I think they said like we got like we were top ten percent of candidates, but I guess we just didn't didn't it, good thing good bar. thing now they know about Nostr and like but they're also like they're also shitcoiners, so like yeah. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Have you guys uh by any chance tried uh open sats? Or uh, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. We we've applied. We're just like waiting on a response, basically. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. like that's like uh probably like because at least like since we don't have that much like we we don't we, all our funding is just our income from our jobs. So we're just mm. like trying to do as much as we can, like while we while we can like in our free time. So like the the next step outside of like just improving the app 
and making it a bit better is to like get some funding so we can actually work on it full time and like like fully go go all in on it and just like make it the best product it can be. Is yeah, it for uh, sure. Is it perhaps open source? Yeah, yeah, it yes. is open source. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. That's something that we actually had, like, uh, like, cause I remember when we first launched it, people were like, "We do not want to give you our insect. Like, we don't. I want to do this because we don't know how it works." It's like, oh, we are open source. I should have like made it a bit more public. But yeah, yeah, we mm. are open source. Like, it's uh, under Shopster Eng, and then the Shopster is like the the repo for it. So yeah, you can you can yeah. check it out on GitHub. Yep. That's yeah, dope. surprisingly, That's dope. yeah, surprisingly, Vitor, like when he like uh, first heard about it. That's when we got like, our, like that's when we like got like the initial bump in traffic, uh, like to, to people actually using it. Cause like if, it, again in the early stages, one thing that made things like look shitty was the fact that people, like the, people didn't list any like uh, NIP ninety nine events. I, everyone was using like NIP fifteen for a marketplace stuff, and uh, like we wanted to use NIP ninety nine because we felt it was more important to like target individual buyers and sellers because that's the way people are actually gonna start using it. Cause like. Usually, like a more a, a, like a broader online storefront really isn't going to get onboarded onto onto Noster if they don't know what it is and they don't trust it. And like, if we're if you're trying to use NIP fifteen, I don't really think it's the right way to go when trying to get some adoption on the the marketplace front for Noster. Yeah, I think using NIP ninety nine it just allowed for less friction. You know, like NIP fifteen, you had to set up like a storefront, etc., and then you would be able to be allowed to start posting products um but we just like our philosophy was just like we just want to make it as easy as possible for the people on Oster to list whatever they want for sale and uh get a buyer or you know so i think i think like our way of like making um or allowing people to make product listings really quickly that i think that's the right way for um marketplaces in this space so yeah, we're just gonna bet on that. Can you guys also expand on NIP fifteen and NIP ninety nine for the non technical people in the audience? Yeah, they're, yeah sure. they're hearing NIP, you know, fifteen and yeah. NIP ninety nine. Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, NIP fifteen is basically uh, that. That was Ben Arks uh, from uh, um, Ben Ark from uh, fuck. Uh, what did he work on? Uh, he's like a freaking legend. Uh, oh my, I'm forgetting the name. Is it Diagon Alley? Like, yeah, well, like yeah, he they, did they Diagon Alley. That was like the NIP 15, uh, the actual NIP 15. But, uh, mm. oh, yeah, Ellen Bits. My, oh, there we go. Oh, my God. I kind of forgot that. But yeah, yeah. Uh, ben Ark, uh, he, he, like, who, he worked with Fiat Josh in like er, early days on Nostrum. And, uh, like, one of like the his first proposals was NIP 15 to like, get, like, uh, basically, NIP 15 is uh, another way of listing products, but it's tied more to a storefront rather than just an individual user. So it'd be, it'd be more like uh, like just setting up a, a Shopify page or something like that. That's more so what uh, NIP15 was catered towards. And then NIP99 is like classified listings, so like Facebook Marketplace, Craigslist, that stuff. And NIP99 like hasn't really seen much use until recently, uh, especially, especially now that Vitor like implemented it into, uh, into Amethyst. Like that, that's been like great uh, for like everyone, like everyone involved. And I think now uh, Hodlebot is at adding it to a Coracle. So that, that that's another like great thing that, that that's like driving more uh, marketplace uh, transactions, which is like which is a great thing. Get us out of the the Amazon uh, jail. Yep. He's coming on later on, so I'm gonna I'm gonna ask him about it and um, see if he has any uh, 
any ideas in and how he's gonna present it and uh get his take on that um because i have seen the i think the way that uh i started using shopster when i used it i think you saw me using it for um for the iphone yeah, yeah. Uh, mm. and uh i think i i saw it again i knew i knew about it when um even before uh you you told me about it um at the at the bar um i had actually seen it uh, at your presentation i believe um oh, yeah, you, yeah. you won you won the the hackathon right yeah yeah we won the our, the mm. marketplace track for the hackathon yeah nice nice congrats on that as well um that yeah so that's kind of i saw it again when vitor posted it um and he was talking about it and it it looks so cool that um i don't know how long it might have taken him to actually take notice and then implement it it seemed like it was like in no time um, wait he did he, it so quickly vitor vitor's a beast <laughs> how, how quick did he do it because it, it seemed like it was under a week for sure 100 uh, yeah i think it was like a week or two that's crazy that's just yeah. crazy yeah, because so, I know he'd been like I can I, I look back at like my old like notes and I remember seeing like V like uh, Vitor, had, like I retweeted something that Vitor said about like wanting to implement it into Amethyst like like a few months like several months ago, and then he just hadn't seen like a, a good implementation of it yet. And then like when I shared the like the Shopster link once it was launched, like when once he noticed it, he like I think like it took him he reviewed our, our code like within like the first week and then that second week he like like just spec'd it out and then just start testing stuff and then made it which is crazy that's insane and that's um that's something that you see a lot on the, in this space and it's just um it must really inspire other developers to um to like dedicate um some of their extra time that they're not using to work on their full-time job towards nostra um because it's a very fast moving space and um yeah, there's um I, I see no shortage of um of improvements being done every single day from developers. It's insane the amount of updates that we get. Um uh, that's so cool that uh that he actually did it in such a fast uh time. Yeah, and I think that's that's like the great thing about Noster in particular with development is the fact that like this is just like it's very simple to work with. Uh, it, you can just like spin something up very quickly and just get things moving, get things like iterated, and like, that's like with because uh, like I've been in the Bitcoin space for like not not too long since like the last bull market, but basically that's when I got in, and uh, like I've always wanted to like contribute, I've always wanted to do something in like to, like actual Bitcoin core or something, but like it's always so daunting because I like I feel like oh am I gonna be judged for like this one little thing like I don't know if like my if like I'm gonna like I'm gonna be accepted with my coding credits or whatever. And then, like once Nostra, like once I found out about Nostra and just like started ideating on stuff, it was just so easy to like get started and build up on top of it. That's that's the best part about it. Can you, um, for the people that haven't used it or maybe interested, can you walk them through uh, maybe the process that they would encounter whenever they're about to make a listing um, on Chopster? Yeah, sure, Tommy. You want to take that? Yeah, sure. So. Uh, in order to make a listing on Shopster, it's pretty simple. You just go to shopster.store. That's the URL link for our marketplace website. And then in order to make a listing, you would have to uh, log in so that uh, we would be able to, you would be able to use your own um, key pair to create an event uh, or post like a listing, right? So in order to do that, there's a button on the bottom right called add new listing. When you click on it, a, mail, a modal will pop up allowing you to put in the product name, 
uh, upload an image, uh, give a description, price, price it in SATs or USD, and then set like a location and how you want to get the product to your potential buyer. And then you could categorize it for um, buyers to potential buyers to easily search for your product and then just list that product. And when you click list product, it would get posted on all the relays that you have um, added on, on the relay page. So yeah, pretty simple, um, pretty simple steps. Yeah, and that's pretty much all you need to do in order to list a product. After that, it should be live on the website and uh, hundreds of visitors will be able to see your listing, so yeah. That's awesome. How does it work for if it's not like a digital product, if it's a physical, mm -hmm. how does it work for shipping it? Yeah, for shipping it. Um, so we recommend buyers to first send a message out to potential sellers and sort of get that line of communication out there so that uh, you guys could coordinate after sending like the money over. Right. Um, the worst case would be like you send the money without like talking to him and then like he just doesn't even know that there was a buyer or maybe the item was like already sold. So we got to like implement that feature to sort of um, uh, indicate whether a product has already been sold or not, but definitely create that line of communication. And then once you have that uh, conversation like, oh, so is this available, etc. Okay, how will you ship it to me? Are you comfortable shipping to this? Will it be extra, et cetera? Then you could um, click buy listing. It should generate like a cashew invoice. And then you could use your Lightning wallet to scan that invoice to pay for it. And the seller side, they will get a cashew redemption message, which they could redeem the tokens um, into their cashew wallet. And at that point, the transaction would be done uh, after the seller ships the item and the buyer gets it. So, yeah, let me know if I'm missing anything, Christian. Feel free to jump in. No, yeah, that's a, pretty much the gist of it. Yeah, like, currently, uh, it's, since it's, like, tailored basically like Facebook Marketplace, uh, it, whenever you're dealing with physical items, you're going to need to, like, meet up in person or agree on, like, a shipping location, whether or not you're willing to give up your shipping information, all that stuff. And, yeah, we're, we're, gonna, we're working on, like... Uh, streamlining like the checkout process so you'll be able to if you are shipping stuff well you'll be able to input your shipping information and then we're gonna have it uh, uh we're gonna use like nip nip 78 storage so you'll be able to like store your shipping information on your relays and uh you won't have to like re-input all, all the time so like unless you want to update it uh and yeah and then uh we're also working on getting like an escrow system built out and we're gonna be using like a cashew cashew mint for that uh so like it'll hold the funds uh, in case of like, just in order to protect like the buyer and the seller. So the, just to make sure that like the products actually get delivered, the money actually gets sent. Uh, so there's no, uh, no, no uh, trust there. You don't have to, you, you eventually you'll be able to actually have like a normal online checkout experience, which is the, the, the eventual goal. Yep. With no risk of like potentially getting scammed because that escrow system. Yeah. yeah. And I do just want to call out that storing the addresses on relays will definitely be encrypting all that information just so that no one gets doxxed but yeah 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 don't, don't, don't want to just like propagate everyone's addresses down yep yeah. um is yeah, there 
Yeah. I had a question about um, if you guys uh, maybe are considering um, adding what you just said. You know how you're uh, you're advising uh, clients, um, customers to message the seller if it's a physical item prior to them uh, making that transaction so they could, uh, you know, logistics and stuff like that. Um, is there any uh, like uh, disclaimer right now? Let's say on physical items. When you click on a physical item, does that specific item have like a disclaimer that could say like, oh, uh, you should message. We we recommend that you should message this person prior to making the the buy. Or is that something that's documented like elsewhere? That's a good point. I think we should definitely add that um, to physical products or most most products on our site just so that users um, don't just like immediately pay for our items uh that's a good point because currently we don't have the escrow system implemented so uh yeah yeah definitely add some like little warning or something to protect users mm. maybe on the yeah. checkout page but yeah yeah, yeah that's a good idea good point yeah that uh yeah so that was the the one thing that i was just thinking about um and i think you do have the ability to like um right when you click on a item because i think i saw this where you have the mm. ability to message them from like just looking at the item or yes. did I yeah, get that yeah. wrong? Yeah? yeah. So I think I saw that where I was able to have like even my my DMs, the current DMs that I already had um, on the client that I use popped mm -hmm. up when I went to the message uh, tab or mm -hmm. uh, page. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, yeah, we're using Nip4. So like any, any messages you receive on like or that you get that are sent over Shopster, you'll get into like any other client. So... Uh, and yeah, we're we're trying to add like uh, identification as well to it, so we can like tag the specific posts that uh, the, the this sorry, so the specific listing that you made, and then whether or not a message that's being sent is because of that listing, and then so yeah, you can that, more easily identify it. Yeah. That's dope. That's that that would make a lot of sense because you could just mm -hmm. get a random ass message, right? Like, forget about the listing. Let's say the listing has been going on for like maybe two weeks or three weeks, and then you yeah, just get yeah. random messages about it, and you don't even know. So yep. yeah, that makes sense. Makes sense. Um, any like uh, features that you guys are working on right now that's like um, that has you excited? Um, anything upcoming that you might want to share? Yeah, I think like the, the main stuff is escrow. Uh, escrow is like probably the most important thing in the process. Uh, like right now, we're just uh, we're just try, like, needing to get some a little bit of like lightning liquidity. But now, like since fucking fees are so high. It's kind of hard to get the, those lightning notes set up because, like, once we have the lightning notes set up, we can set up our cashment and then uh, offer offer the ability to do that. And uh, yeah, I think uh, a little bit further down the line, uh, like the most, the probably the coolest, most important, like most important things to do would be like adding custom storefronts because I know that's something people have been wanting uh, to like actually like to actually have NIP fifteen integration so people can, uh, act, if they want to, actually set up a storefront, make it seem a little bit more like. Uh, tailored to their their specific products they're making, and uh, yeah, uh, I, outside of that, uh, let me think. Uh, yeah, we're, we're planning some UI changes too. Uh, we noticed that like as more users are stepping onto the site, creating listings, um, the way we have the products laid out right now, they they take up a little bit too much of the screen, and we're planning to uh draw inspiration from sites like ebay where they're like you're able to see like hundreds of products on the front page we're planning to do something like that 
Also, we noticed that like as more people are coming onto the site to create products, there could be a lot of clutter and um, a lot of like uh, random listings because right currently we're, we're allowing anyone to post on Noster, etc. And I think that's uh, in the spirit of Noster. However, um, if if buyers are actually interested in like buying something and seeing like uh, in, like serious sellers, I think we have to implement a a separate uh, page perhaps or like a separate tab that you could click uh, where like serious sellers can pay like a small like zap fee in order to have their product listed there so that it could differentiate them from the other uh, messages that are on the site. Um, but yeah, I think that's something that's that we're excited about as well. Just so yeah, that and, seller, uh, yeah. I, I yeah. just remembered as well. The uh, one thing that I, I was talking to Ben Ark with was uh, potentially adding uh, like a like a dex built into Shopster, so that you'll be able to exchange Bitcoin for fiat or, or Bitcoin for stable coins. Uh, like yeah, the, the only debate is whether or not like. Because it'd be very easy to just get Ethereum or like other other tokens on there, which honestly isn't like that's not our goal. But it'd be I think it would be like a pretty useful tool to have a way to exchange Bitcoin for at least at least like stable coins. Because I know a lot of people in Latin America use them, so it it could be a good way to like have some on like no KYC like rails on on, on and off ramps. That's yeah, fucking that's, sick. Yeah, that that that's like probably one of the more exciting things. I don't know if we like keep it under like the Shopster like domain. Maybe we could like uh, like break it out into like its own independent thing. But yeah, that's like what we want to do. Because I remember one of the first listings was someone's like trying to sell uh, like some some like USD. And then I've also seen recently like, someone's trying to sell some euros. So it's like okay, like they're trying to actually exchange. And if we can automate that process, make it easy. Like we we uh, once we're, we're gonna like incorporate Strike the Strike API and like have like that auto conversion, so you'll be able to like do some exchanging with that, which is yeah that that'll be pretty exciting. I'm curious if um because when I um I remember last time I I went on there I saw that and one of the first posts that I made as well was a test, and I'm glad that I did because um when I did I had uh unfortunately logged in with the wrong end pub. With the wrong um NSEC. I had oh um, yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, so something that I'm seeing a lot is a lot of people their first um the first listing is usually a test, right? Um I was curious if maybe you could categorize those um in a different way where they don't maybe show up in the on the main page. Um, but you still let the user know that um the listing went through and this is the way that they are supposed to make it. Um but uh mm. it doesn't spam your your um, front page your home page I yeah don't know for sure i think yeah yeah i think we were talking about like uh like automatically filtering for all posting posted listings with like the substring test or something in order to sort of get rid of this problem um but then yeah, we realized like, that some yeah like if, some we change, posts if we change like, the, the home yeah. screen like you mentioned if you change the home screen like break it down mm -hmm. into the categories then that'd be that'd be a good way to like Oh, it, you can like maybe like send a little alert, like, "Hey, the test listing actually went through. This is what it looks like," but then not actually display it on the homepage. And then whenever you're like going to filter for stuff, like it's not going to be like categorized as a tag or something. We could even uh, we can even potentially have like a separate like, "Oh, this is a test listing button" or something to allow them to like actually tr try it out before. 
yeah that could be part yeah. of uh, the onboarding process um for them right like you could be um like let's say you have a little like maybe three pages of onboarding and then you're introducing them to shopster and at the end like the third page could be um here create your first test um create your first listing this is a test um and yeah it could be as simple as that like like exactly yeah. how you're saying yeah, yeah um, like uh we're working on that on our landing page too to like make it for non for non Nostra users for them to actually be able to like understand what's happening there and like actually be able to use it easily. Mm -hmm. That's true. Yep. You might get a lot of um other people that are not uh, Nostra native um visiting Chopster. So that's also a good way to onboard them. Um when yep. they're just looking for a decentralized censorship resistant um way of transacting and selling goods, um, they might just encounter Nostra through that. Um, and not even know that they're using Nostra, like you can make it in such a seamless way where they don't have to really understand Nostra, but they could just spin up an NPUB on uh, NSEC with you and yeah, and purchase something on the on Chopster or list something. Yeah, that's why that's why with the like the uh, the decks, uh having that that, that that's why it's like a, a something to consider to potentially add like Ethereum because if we were to have that we could probably get so many Ethereum people on board. I like a hundred percent guaranteed. We will never add anything other like any, anything outside of Ethereum or like a stable coin, but even Ethereum is just like a bit iffy because yeah, I don't know. Like that's just not, not the, not, we're, we're Bitcoin, Bitcoin is to the max. So it's just, I don't know a bit. Ben Ark said, cause I remember asking him like, what do you think like people would think? And Ben Ark, I remember Ben Ark was just like, fuck everyone. Just like, just do it. There might be a lot of traffic. We could get a lot of Nostra adoption with that. So, like I, I think it'd be it'd be a good thing to have people on board with Nostra, and then especially if you make it easy to convert that Ethereum for Bitcoin, maybe people will just start getting more into the space and actually seeing the power of Nostra and like the, the true right. value of cryptocurrencies with the, which the, with the one true crypto being Bitcoin. <laughs> yep, I agree with that. I I agree with that a lot. Um... At the end of the day, all you all we really want is uh, more Bitcoin adoption, more Nostra adoption, um, and if we just make it easy for for them to you know find this place um, with a familiar you know like just bringing that familiar thing where they could just be um, like a like a rail um, railway type. Of, um, I'm mixing my words, but I think you know what I'm what I'm trying to say exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So I agree with you. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, and uh, just wanted to ask you, um, so what else are you, are you working on anything else uh, besides Shopster on Nostr? Uh, currently, no. This is like uh, our main thing. Uh, just like trying yep. to make it as good as possible. Because I feel like the, the marketplace application is one of the more important things, especially the fact that with marketplaces where you're like within Nostr, they're in a, in a unique position where they can actually be profitable. Uh, like off the bat so you you don't have to worry about getting donations like uh, like obviously we're not we're not charging fees or anything at the moment but uh like it, it could be easy to like implement some sort of payment structure for us to actually get compensated for transactions but i remember vitor recently actually made a post about that and i think maybe like maybe like percent fees on like transactions themselves do actually disincentivize us to like make the the product as be as best as possible for the user itself 
like it really it make us want to basically just maximize transactions as like as we just make them the transactions like the most important metric but then like we want to make the experience as good as possible for the user and have them uh like want to come back and not just like buy random shit that they don't need I agree. I was going to ask you if that, that was one of the questions that I was um, thinking about earlier. Um, how, how do you plan on, um, on actually getting revenue from, um, from Shopster? And uh, if there's any like um, revenue models that you've been looking at lately um, for it, and if maybe uh, like a premium version of it has been uh, discussed. Yeah, yeah, we have, uh, we have discussed the premium version. Because uh, we're actually another thing we've been working on uh, is like metrics uh, for for like uh, sellers themselves, so they can actually be able to manage their uh, their purchases, see how much they've earned, how many things they've sold, and like the the people like the, I guess the regions that they're being sold to. So like that 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 could be like a potential like quote unquote like pro version where like they could access like if you pay maybe some stats, you can be able to view that information and. Uh, like it'll it'll still it'll it'll basically be stored the same way as like the address stuff NIF seventy eight encrypted so it'll only be accessible to them but you can like just charge them to uh, get all that information and also like the percent like the percent cut from a transaction is something we've thought of uh, and uh, also because I know Craig's business model is essentially just charging for specific types of listings so if like someone's listing a house or listing like an uh, like any real estate or a job posting or something, they they charge like an upfront fee to list that stuff, and that could be something we potentially go into for specific fees. Right now, like it's not really tailored for that kind of stuff. It's mainly tailored for like smaller items, not like houses or job listings. But uh, if we ever go into that route, that'd be a good way as well. That'd be crazy. But like how? Because I was just thinking like the settlement for that would be insane. Yeah, um, exactly. Especially yeah, over my, cash. My house. <laughs> buy a house on shouster sheesh settle it through like nfts nft to uh get the deed over to the other person one of the first listings on shopster was like was a car so someone's like trying to sell a truck if you go oh back, yeah like, the older truck person, yeah so that, that was crazy that's a huge transaction yeah. if it ever goes through we were just like yeah still like bootstrapping shopster and like Somehow, someone posted like a truck to sell, and we're like, "What the heck is this?" <laughs> yeah, like, I can't believe they, cool. they, tr- they actually they actually trusted the site to sell their car. That's yeah, that's funny. What's the most uh, interesting purchase you've seen so far um, that somebody has made on there? Well, we haven't. We we, we can't like since obviously because like everything's decentralized and we're using Cashew, which like anonymizes the payments. We obviously we don't know like what what's been bought or sold, but. Uh, uh, like listing wise, uh, I don't think there's been anything too crazy. Do you, do you have anything come to mind for you, Tom? Uh, other than like the truck, really, because that was just like such yeah, a. Yeah. It's so, so early days, like the site was so good, and someone was just like testing it out. I, I didn't, like, it was actually genuinely interesting. So, like, oh wow, someone, someone trusted enough to, to sell this high, high cost item. Is, is, is it just me or his, his mic? Nah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. His mic, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. There we no, go. Okay. There we go. Oh, hey, okay. I think my finger was on my mic. Yeah. So there's no there's no way that you guys could actually see like the the sold uh items like um, currently not. That cause, actually sold? Yeah, because we're we're not we're, we ha- we haven't tagged anything uh, with with like 
uh, like sold or uh, new or anything. So that, that's something we're adding to like make it more apparent to the user that like, oh, this item's gone in case oh, okay. like in case the purchase actually goes through because like uh, and they don't delete their listing. Because I know Vitor sold his phone, but his listing's still up there. So some people have actually like reached out to to like try and buy it, but like obviously it's not available anymore. Because I was thinking maybe later on that that might be useful for people that are selling selling similar items to know what the last thing sold for. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So yeah. bit. Uh, I think Daniel was first. Daniel, the Daniel, and then um, Bittish. I think Bittish was first, but um, oh my I'm bad, Bittish talking. Yeah, actually, but as you go, go first, because I, I want to ask my question after. Okay, I was going to say, it's all good. Um, but so as a, as a marketplace, I think eventually um, it's inevitable you're going to end up with questions like as you scale up, you know, about illegal items or, you know, things of that nature, um, you know, whether it's like child pornography or, um, you know, illegal drugs or whatever, like what's sort of your guys' stance on that and kind of how it relates to censorship and, and things of that nature? Yeah, so uh, actually, like, fun, funny thing is that uh, the reason I uh, even thought of making them this marketplace was because uh, the university I went to, uh, the most notable alumni is Ross Ulbricht from Silk Road. So, like, that, I was like, oh, maybe we could, like, actually build we could like we could build out like the Silk Road, but in a way that it can't be taken down. Especially since like since we're open source, you can just like run a local instance of jobs to yourself. So like you could always just keep going back to it. But yeah, uh, at least definitely with like child pornography, that is just like a no go. Like oh, that's terrible. But with drugs, uh, that is that is something that is just like a gray area because. I'm I'm open for it, and actually, someone has listed uh, like weed on on the platform, but like uh, it's like it got like bogged down for like new new postings. But uh, yeah, I feel like it, it, it's really going to be up to the relays because we're we're not hosting anything, like we, we don't even have our own relay. So it's just whether or not like the relays themselves are filtering stuff. Uh, we're not going to be really like taking those down, especially like if it's in jurisdictions where it's legal. But if yeah, if an entity actually comes to us. To do stuff, uh, it'd probably be like the same issue. Uh, it'd probably be the same issue that like other clients face that are not marketplaces themselves. It, it's like it's really up since like we're not actually hosting the content; we're just displaying it. It's the relays are more liable than we are. Uh, that's like the current like understanding, at least of the legal system. But like we'll see how that goes, especially if Nostra gets bigger. It, that like that like can change. Yeah, wow. Yeah, I, well, um, British great minds think alike because that was actually going to be my question: hmm. was how does this not become the next Silk Road? And even though it's open source, how do you guys not become targets for law enforcement for providing the software? Because now we're seeing uh, a lot of law enforcement agencies looking to target open source software developers. Yeah, yeah, like with UTXO. Yeah. So, yeah. That's true. I think I think one one path that we were talking about in order to mitigate this was actually hosting our own relay where we do sort of that filtering of like products that we wouldn't want listed and um, providing that as like maybe a default uh, to our visitors so that um, yeah like by default they would be able to come onto Shopster and see only product listings that sort of align with. Um, our guidelines 
Christian is that correct? Yeah, and then, like, like since, yeah. yeah, and since you're able to, like, manage the relays yourself, you can, like, get rid of the relay or, like, add other ones if you ever, yeah. like, need to. Yeah, it, 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 it basically just, like, falls down to the same issues that other, like, clients have. Because, like, what, Domus or uh, Amethyst, any of, the, any of the social clients, they could also, like, be getting CP or something. Or like and or like have someone list something for drugs, but like we're not facilitating the transaction. I guess because there's like actual economic uh, like uh, mediation within like the actual listing, it might be it might come down a little differently. That's also why like we added Cashew just to make it anonymous in case like uh, if there is like a payment that someone wants to track, like maybe like they want to like crack down like the exchanges like for Bitcoin and fiat or something like. At least, like there's there's that the, the not traceable, so you can continue to like buy and sell what you need. I think um there's a there might be a, a little issue with the the relay um uh, because of let's say let's say right now um I was a, I was a user that um posted an illicit like um uh, something something that I'm not supposed to right I'm trying to sell something that I'm not supposed to, and you guys are hosting it on your relay right. And I'm able to actually broadcast it, um, that that note, that event, um, before you're able to uh, prune it or, uh, you know, uh, delete it. And it, it actually goes and it's blasted and a bunch of other relays pick it up. Um, what, what do you think could happen? Like, I, is, that's a possibility, correct? Yeah, that is, that is definitely a possibility. Um, so, yeah, I was thinking um, there has to be a, a solution. Um, I just don't know if uh, because that relay issue is has you know it's it's always around like that's why uh, you're not even able to have a like a relay for specific groups or anything like that and just have conversations amongst like that other people won't see because most people uh, could broadcast it and then everybody's gonna see it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. What one one good way to potentially like uh, take away some liability from us would be to maybe have like a report system. Uh, maybe have like if something's listed that people aren't okay with, uh, we could have it flagged and like monitored by us. We can review it, see if it is something. But then like we get into like troubles of moderation because if what if they want to crack down on other like the government wants to crack down on other transactions or something. Yeah, but flagging could be one way of dealing with this. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like it. The because of just the openness of the network, it is just a, a difficult, it is a difficult problem to solve, especially as we scale up. And once if it actually be, like Shopster actually becomes an economically significant site, then yeah, we'll, we'll see. So there's an interesting tool. Um, actually, I was just playing around with it today uh, that Cloud Fodder had built, um, I guess a while back, Relay.Tools. Um, and one of the things I found was really interesting was um, you can actually connect you know, your NPUB through there um, and then connect through, and I was trying it through the, the Frogathon relay. Um, and one of the things you can do actually through that is you don't need to connect to your Frogathon relay through anything else except for relay.tools. So when you're in that site, um, you're actually able to only, to be broadcasting only on that relay. Um, and so I was just kind of wondering if there's any sort of connection that you guys might be able to make in a sort of a similar way where, you know, there could even be, you know, a, a Stempster sort of specific relay. So, you know, that, that, that isn't necessarily run by Stempster or, you know, hosted by you guys, but, um, you know, kind of like unique to the listings or anything like that. 
Um, and that might make it, you know, kind of help solve that problem where, you know, that Sleepy was talking about where, you know, if you post something that gets picked up by all the other relays, um, because what we were testing on it was um, was error replies. So that's something that, that you could do. You could error reply and only the people that were connected through, you know, that specific relay would see it. So it wouldn't get picked up by other relays. Yeah, yeah that, that's really a really good idea because we could even like we could tag. So like maybe we could have like certain uh, whatever's on the site, any like specific post could be tagged with like a Shopster identifier or something. And then uh, whatever, yeah, any like external services are allowing for propagation of other of other like uh, illicit events. And, like, and they're not talk, tagged with Shopster, that we could filter that out. And we could also have uh, like on our end, the Shopster tag ones could be unique to our relay. And then it, it you won't be able to like actually post specific things like drugs or something. But yeah, the, the, the really tools is interesting. That's that's cool. Oh, and also I just want to apologize. I said stem, stemster, not shopster. That's my bad. <laughs> all good. It's all good. <laughs> all good. That's awesome. Okay. Um, anybody in the audience have any questions? You could bring your um, you could raise your hands, and we'll bring you up um, for Q and A. By the way, I appreciate you guys um, for coming on. Um, this has been great. Yeah, Learned for sure. Comments. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, thanks for having us on. Yeah. Let me see. And um, I was curious, uh, do you guys, what's like the the biggest, the, the most common feedback you guys are getting um, as of right now? The big, the biggest thing was dark mode. Everyone was asking for dark, but we finally oh, have yeah. it. Out there. Yeah. That was yeah. a huge one. <laughs> yeah. We got I, I can't live without dark mode, so I'm glad that, that happened. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, now now that we have dark mode implemented, the light mode just oh my god. I, I don't even <laughs> want to see the light mode anymore. It's just it's just blinding. Oh man, yeah. that's it's so funny how that's uh the number one thing. Yeah, and I, yeah. I think now uh the biggest things are really just uh, the escrow system. That's like the main thing because payments payments are just like the the, uh, or, or, the either the escrow system or like an easier way to like redeem your money. So like right now we're actually we're also actually working on like uh, like basically amethyst cashier redemptions. Uh, so you'll be able to like within shops you'll be able to like click on the token and then you'll be able to redeem it directly into your lightning address. So that should be coming out soon as well uh, just like ironing out some bugs on that and uh yeah the mainly just payments payments and escrow they're they're the, they're the most important things to actually keep the the market running so and if streamlining that process for people like make it easier to use bitcoin make it easier to use nostr and yeah just make it better for everyone so i've got a question for you now now that you're talking about escrow um so i i was wondering um have you guys ever have you guys given any thought towards you know, any legal issues around like custodian uh, and, and things like that. Right. So, um, you know, obviously my mind's still sort of a little in, in that mind mindset of like, you know, facilitating illegal legal stuff. Like how are you guys going to keep out of trouble? Um, when, when you, you know, when you do escrow, um, is it going to be a custodian solution? Like what sort of, I guess, frameworks have you guys sort of thought through? Yeah, we've definitely thought through like the legal implications of it. Uh, cause especially with, uh, like, like uh, any lightning runner or mint runner, like a cash mint runner, can potentially be have to have like a uh, a money transmitter license at least within the U.S. 
So like the the main model we've thought is the custodial because it'll be through ca over cashew, and then uh, like that, that that's the main reason that's the main way of actually that we're going to be handling escrow at least in the the, the short term. But uh, yeah, the, the the legal the legal issues with that we it's I don't know it it, it falls down to the same thing with uh, with having to deal with the actual like listings themselves. I guess like since it's anonymous, we actually have no idea what things, what are, what is being bought and sold, and like what is the money is being used for. So it's not really like even if the government were to ask like, oh, are you what are you facilitating these payments? We would have zero clue. We'd have no idea because we just can't track uh, purchases. So I guess that's like one possible defense with that. Uh, that's like the, really the only thing I can think of. Hey, so yeah, I got a little bit of a. This a more. Yep. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, no, definitely. Um, yeah, it's definitely worth looking into. I mean, um, you know, because obviously you guys don't want to get in trouble for. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> you know, for, yeah, we, for we've thought about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I have kind of an off the wall sort of question for you guys. Um, so I do a lot of stuff with music and everything like that. And, um, I was wondering, you know, obviously one of the things is like distribution is, is a big, difficulty um in getting the word out and i was just wondering if you guys had any sort of thoughts towards um you know streaming or sort of like in in a, in like a paper song sort of uh thing related to to listings oh we never actually thought about this this is an interesting uh interesting feature uh to have like a like on shops so you can list your music and then like per play maybe someone could like give you like a zap or something something like that yeah absolutely you know like some sort of embedded music player or you know or, or some sort of streaming mm -hmm. thing but yeah but unlike spotify you know where you know artists basically make nothing off of it um yeah you yeah. know it's almost like a it's almost like a music paywall you know mm -hmm. yeah that'd be great because uh one of the initial ideas also that i had was uh, when building it was it for it to be like a, a paid torrent site. So having like, like the digital files. So like, yeah, it, it, with music, it, it wouldn't be like too, too difficult. I don't think. And yeah, we could even, you could even like post your, uh, like maybe, a like an independent movie or something on Shopster, have people pay for it that way. Uh, like facilitate the traffic through there. That, that'd be, that'd be a really good idea. Yeah. That, that, that's that, nicely. You brought that up. That would be freaking awesome. And for the music, you could even include like a music player for like a, um, like I was thinking, because um, you could also like maybe do it like in two different ways where they could stream the music for a certain amount of sats. Let's say uh, you have your wallet connected to it or somehow like, or I don't know, like if later on you guys will maybe do like a custodial wallet solution or something like that or work with another one, um, with one. Um, but it could be like, you know how Fountain has their own like wallet inside of um, the app yeah and yeah, yeah. you're able to like you know either stream sats to the to whatever you're listening to or guess sats from whatever you're listening to so it could kind of like i could see it working in two ways where you could either purchase the song um for for sats right um on there and maybe you get an mp3 right um like with a paywall or you could stream it um if you don't want to buy it right you could just stream a certain amount of sats every time you listen to it um, but it's going to be a significant less amount than purchasing the song. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. And 
Yeah, I was about, I was gonna ask if like you think it'd be better to have the like built that like uh hat like spun out as its own like independent like site, but then I I just realized you could just categorize it, make it like a set tab within the site itself, make it easy that way. Yeah, yeah, that, that yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, it just um builds up uh, Shopster to be uh like the marketplace, like the marketplace for everything. You know what I mean? I think you could yeah. easily have uh, have it be the marketplace like through WebLake and and uh, through Fountain as well. What if you want to do like paid episodes of podcasts as well and have that be part of like Patreon stuff and everything? So yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, drive traffic through that. Mm. Yeah, that's actually a really cool idea uh, to know because you know, like I was just kind of thinking, you know, a lot of the stuff does show up on WaveLake and everything like that, but. But you kind of have someone, I think, if I'm not mistaken, someone has to kind of manually go in and copy and paste and like post about it, note about it, whatever. Um, but it seems like the stuff, you know, especially with like the Amethyst integration, you know, if something goes up on Shopster, uh, it'll end up in Amethyst. It'll end up in like the, you know, people who are using the the, the, the regular, uh, I guess I call it the regular like clients, right? The, the Twitter like clients, um, you know, they'll be able to automatically see it. Um, and if you can sort of bridge between, you know those clients and wavelake and 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 all those you know that could be that that could help reach you know yeah that, that's a good way to solve the the discovery problem at least like with listings themselves yeah my bad i'm once again outside uh but um yeah this is um fucking great um, anybody in the audience you have any questions? We're going to wrap up in maybe five minutes. Um, but yeah, anybody, if nobody has any questions, then, um, I'm curious, uh, what do you, uh, can you tell us a little bit about, uh, uh, like the next, let's say, what, what do you think about like, um, Nostra overall, like, um, any feedback in terms of like what you think, uh would be great for onboarding like to better the experience um yeah and in the meantime we also have bitcoiner here so you could ask your question as well yeah tommy you want to start off with that uh feedbacks for noster um hmm. not nothing in particular but i do want to point out like uh like Noster builds, it was super helpful. Like the fact that he has an API where uh, users can, or or client client builders can, allow their users to upload images and get like a Noster builds uh, URL back. I think that really was the um, what well, was a big component of uh, getting product listings working because a product listing without images is is pretty terrible. So we're <laughs> we're using Noster builds to power that, and I think um this sort of like uh like tool like being built for like the community will just like strengthen the community as a whole so like like being like like um builders like these and applications apis like these are really is what's, what's gonna like grow the community as they enable more uh coders and coders to create like more uh, user-friendly applications. So, yeah, just wanted to shout that out real quick. That was uh, that was super helpful. Yeah, and I, I think for me, like the main the main thing is 
just trying to get, I think what, the one thing that'll like make or break Nostra is just getting more of like the broader quote unquote crypto community on onboarded. Cause like they already understand keys. They know how to like work with everything. It's just like, obviously ideologically we're not, we're not on the same plane, but you can obviously, you can get people to convert everyone. We, we all started shit corners and come over to the, to the, to the orange side. So that's, the, that's, that's the typical path. And just like making it easier for uh, outsiders to like get onboarded and get them on is, I think, like the, the best way to like grow the, the Nostra community as a whole. We still we still need some toxic Bitcoin ma maximalism, but uh, like we we need to have some open spaces for for the for the crypto crypto people to come on. Word. Absolutely. Uh, that's so funny. Do you have any takes on ordinals by any chance? I honestly, <laughs> I don't even give a shit. Like it's like whatever. Let's go. I, I'm like I'm like Lynn Alden. Like uh, I think she like posted a meme recently that was like, oh, and like it, it's just like oh, I'm hearing about ordinals again. Like all right, who cares? It's 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 it, it doesn't really matter. I I believe that like the market dynamics will like fix it out. If people really want to pay for ordinals, they they will transit. Like everything's gonna like fees are gonna stay high. Whatever. It's like, it, we'll, we'll just see with time. Yeah, I definitely think they're going to get priced out. Um, it's going to happen sooner than later, too. Um, but yeah, uh, you bullish on um, Nostra, Bitcoin, and marketplaces, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. Let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. Well, thank you. Thank you so much um, for, for being here and uh, lending us your time. I really, really appreciate it. Um, if you have any final words for um, the the, um, the audience, uh, yeah, you could. Now's your time. Yeah, thank you guys so much for having us on. Um, 2024 is going to be the year of Bitcoin, Noster, and Shafter. Let's get it. Facts. <laughs> yeah, I really, really appreciate you guys having us. Yeah, the next year, next year is going to be wild time. It's, uh, I, I can already see it. It's going to be crazy. Hold on for the ride, guys. <laughs> Let's fucking go. You guys need to come Let's out to, uh, to the next uh, conference, to the next um, unconference. Where, where is it? When is it? Oh, I have no idea. They, uh, yeah, we, we don't the know yet. <laughs> yeah, they dropped mm. the clue, but uh, nobody knows. There, we're gonna there's be also the... a Bitcoin conference soon in, uh, what, Tennessee? Yeah, yeah, we're going to be there. We're going to be there next year. Fire. Okay, we have uh, Uncle Island here that's definitely going to be there as well. Nashville, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be sick. We'll see all of you guys there. Fuck yeah. yeah and if, uh, if any of you guys, like, have any feedback for Shopster or, like, want to see some things implemented, uh, just, like, reach out uh, over, over an Oster. Uh, I'm Calvadev. Calvadev at Shopster.store is my nit 5. Yep. And I'm Tommy Satoshi at uh, shops.store. Cool. Again, thank you guys so much. Big for, thanks for again for having here. us. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. Have a wonderful right. day. You too. Have a good Peace. one. You have, as well. Have a nice, have a nice 25 hours, hours stream, bro. <laughs> thank you, brother. Yeah. Well. Thanks for the reminder. Damn. <laughs> yep. Oh, have a good man. night, guys. Signing off. Good night. All right, see ya. See ya. All right, let me go upstairs and the recording.
Give me one sec. I feel like you're cheating having two phones. You know, you have your computer, your phone, whatever. Like, come on, sleepy. Like, sit at your desk. Like, do you have else. conviction or not? Just have one chair, one phone. Exactly. This guy's sitting on the porch smoking a cigarette. <laughs> Why are you hedging your bets, man? Jeez. Damn, y'all did me dirty. I had no opportunity to say nothing back. All right, I'm not even gonna say nothing back because you guys are right. And I'm, I'm in. I'm full in. Uh, Nanya, let's test your mic. Does it work? I don't know. Does it work? Let's oh, go. Yeah. It works. Sweet. Welcome, welcome. Okay, let me end this one.